The Ten Lepers in Luke 17 verse 11 to 19 is one of the best stories about thankfulness. However, did you know that there are more lessons we can learn from this group of people? What are these? That's exactly what I want to share with you today. In this video, let me share with you the 10 powerful and life-changing lessons you can learn from the 10 lepers in Luke 17 verses 11 to 19. As always, stick to the very end of this presentation and I'll share with you free resources that will help you grow in your faith. Hello everyone, I'm Joshua Infantado, the founder of Becoming Christians Academy, the best online course for you if you want to become a zealous and faithful servant of God. The story of the ten lepers is a story found in the Gospel account of Luke. Though it is not found in other Gospel writings, it doesn't mean that it is insignificant. There are a lot of things you can learn from Luke 17 verse 11 to 19 such as being thankful, God's mercy, and how we are reconciled to God. To give you a better context, here's what Luke 17 verse 11 to 19 mentioned. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Yahshua, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priest. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Yahshua answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found to return to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. In Luke 17 verse 11 to 19, we read about the healing of the ten lepers. The story happened when Yahshua passed through Samaria and Galilee, in the northern part of Jerusalem. As Christ entered a village, ten lepers called out to him from afar, asking for mercy. Christ instructed the men to show themselves to the priest. On their way to the priest, they were cleansed. Out of the ten lepers, only one went back to the Messiah. He glorified God and gave thanks to Yahshua. Luke noted that the leper was a Samaritan. Christ asked, How come only one came back and the one who did was a foreigner? That's when he told the man that his faith has made him well. To understand the story, of the ten lepers, it is a must that we must understand a few things. Here are some important concepts you need to know. The story happened in a certain village located amid Samaria and Galilee. Yahshua was on his way to Jerusalem. Leprosy is a common term used in the Bible to refer to an infectious skin disease. If a person developed a skin problem, he must immediately go to the priest and get examined. If leprosy is determined, the infected person must isolate himself. If he contracted leprosy, the manifestations include disfigured faces, 
due to the bacteria eating your flesh. Fingers and toes may also fall off and eventually the limb. Once you are considered a leper, it is like a life sentence. According to Jewish law, a leper is prohibited to mingle or associate with the general community. Leprosy in the olden times does not have a cure. Once you have the disease, you'll have it forever. You will live outside of the community until you die. As an outcast, a leper would live outside the towns or cities, where they may eventually bond with fellow lepers. They are prohibited from socializing with friends, families, and the general public. Aside from the physical turmoil they suffer, they also go through mental and social torture. To top it all up, lepers are considered unclean and prohibited to join worship services. Most Jews also considered lepers as worse sinners and their illness is proof of that. In Luke 17, 11-19, we read that the one who returned and gave thanks was a Samaritan. The Samaritans were people who lived in Samaria. They started to appear during the exile of the northern tribe of Israel by the Assyrians. The Israelites were brought to Assyria while the Assyrians brought foreigners to Samaria. Some Israelites who were left in Samaria intermarried with foreigners. From there, the Samaritans were born. The Jews considered the Samaritans as irreligious. They won't even allow the Samaritans to join them in their worship services. As a result, there was a great hatred between Jews and Samaritans. With that said, let us now go through the best lessons we learned from the 10 lepers in Luke 17 verses 11 to 19. Lesson number one, we are all spiritual lepers. Sin turns us into spiritual lepers. Like leprosy, sin kills us slowly. It starts with irritated skin. Then it becomes a lesion. Eventually, it becomes a full-blown disease that spreads throughout the body. You will lose your fingers, toes, and extremities. When you come to the final stage of the disease, you will inevitably die. We need to recognize how destructive sin is like leprosy that slowly kills us. Leprosy is known to be an incurable disease. Once you have it, you'll have it for the rest of your life. Like sin, leprosy separates us from God and His people. That's why it is not difficult to see why the ten lepers were desperate to get healed by Jesus or Yahshua. They want to get healed so bad that they master all the strength and resources to get as close as they can to Christ. In the same way, we are all spiritual lepers, and on our own, we can't cure our disease. It takes the divine intervention of God and His Son to cleanse us from our infirmity. Thankfully, we don't have to remain as lepers. We can be cleansed if we are willing. The cure is available. But here's the problem. Not all want to get well. Not all want to get cured. In all of Jerusalem and adjacent regions, perhaps there are more lepers. However, not all of them took the effort to get close to Christ and get healed. In the story, we read there are 10 lepers. There could be more, but at this time, there are only 10 who approached Christ to get healed. Do you want to get healed of your spiritual leprosy? If yes, look for the cure. Look for Christ. Lesson number two, God is merciful. When the lepers approached Christ, what did they say? And they lifted up their voices and said, 
Yahshua, Master, have mercy on us. That's Luke 17 verse 13. They didn't say, heal us. Instead, they said, have mercy on us. What does it tell you? It tells us that the lepers knew that Christ is merciful and compassionate. They appealed not to Christ's miraculous power, but to His mercy. They know that Yahshua's mercy is enough for them to get healed. They don't have to explain to Yahshua what they need. They don't need to explain to him what their problem was. Yahshua already knew what they needed. They simply needed Christ's mercy to get healed. Notice what Lamentation 3 verse 22 to 23 say. Through Yahweh's mercies we are not consumed because of his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. They ask for mercy and so they receive mercy. And by receiving mercy, they receive healing. Lesson number three, we must do our part. It's quite astonishing to me how so many people ask for God's healing and yet they don't do their part. They ask for healing, but they live an unhealthy lifestyle. They consume unhealthy food. They don't exercise. They don't get enough sleep. They have hazardous vices. They simply don't take care of their health. That's why when the 10 lepers ask for healing, Christ didn't heal them immediately. Yahshua didn't even say that they will get healed. When the lepers asked for mercy, what was the response of Christ? He said, So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. That's Luke 17 verse 14. This tells us that we have a role to play. God will surely do his part, but we must also do ours. When we give our best, we can simply surrender everything in the hands of Yahweh. From there, we must be faithful, and this leads us to the next lesson. Lesson number four, our faith would be tested. It took faith to get healed, and when I said faith, I mean living faith. Living faith is a faith in action. It is not simply a belief system that you keep in your heart and mind. It must be coupled with action. The ten lepers have already heard of Christ's miraculous healing. Now, their faith is starting to develop. They recognize that Yahshua has the ability to heal them, and that's faith. However, that's just intellectual faith. They need to couple it with action. They approached Christ as close as they could. They went to great lengths just to find Yahshua and get his attention. They now have the faith to approach God. However, their faith would also be tested. Notice that Christ didn't tell them that they will be healed. Christ simply said, Go, show yourselves to the priest. A lot of things might have run through the minds of these lepers. They might say, I came to see Christ, but instead of getting healed, I'm being sent to the priest. Why don't Yahshua or Jesus Christ say whether he will heal us or not? I want to get healed now. I don't need to go to the priest. If God is powerful, why not heal me right now? What if the priest would simply chase us away? What if I don't get healed and going to the priest is just a waste of time? The priest is too far away. I'm too weak and tired to travel. You see, the lepers might have thought of these things that have tested their faith. Yet, despite all this, they were obedient. They went to the priest and sure enough, they were cured. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. Lesson number five, don't forget to be thankful. Sometimes, 
when we are at our finest and at the peak of our success, we become forgetful. We forget to give thanks to Yahweh for all the blessings, both small and big. That's what happened to the nine lepers. Notice that out of the ten lepers, only one came back to give thanks and praise. Luke 17 verse 15 to 16 tells us, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. The joy of getting healed moved the man to praise and glorify God. He didn't simply whisper his praise, but with a loud voice. It is such a great sight to see a person who is not afraid to glorify God, who is not ashamed to proclaim God's goodness in his life. Aside from that, the man fell down at Christ's feet, giving thanks. May our thankfulness be not just be seen on t-shirts, but also in our daily lives. Lesson number six, worship and gratefulness should come hand in hand. It is worth noting that it is difficult to worship God without feeling grateful. However, sometimes we can be grateful but still forget to praise God. What I mean is that we can be thankful to other people but not realize who is the real source of our blessings. Thus, we can focus on the people whom God used and simply forget about giving back the glory to God. So when you give thanks to others, give thanks to God as well and give Him praises and glory. Lesson number seven, God expects us to be thankful. God wants us to thank Him not because He is narcissistic or that He needs our gratitude. God is God whether we give thanks or not. We give thanks for our benefit. Being thankful allows us to remember God as our true source of blessing. It reminds us that we are nothing without God. And this reinforces our dependence and reliance on Him. God wants to build a close relationship with us. And being thankful is one of the best ways we become closer to Him. Notice the response of Christ to the man who returned. So Yahshua answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found to return to give glory to God except this foreigner? That's Luke 17 verse 17 to 18. Christ expected us to be thankful. And when we are not thankful, we become more focused on ourselves, which is a favorite recipe of Satan for us to eventually sin. You see, being thankful has a lot of benefits in our lives. Number one, gratitude helps us to become happier. Number two, being thankful helps us to build relationships with God and one another. Number three, thankfulness helps us to sleep better. Number four, gratitude helps us to have a more positive outlook on life. And number five, gratefulness makes us more resilient amid trials. As you can see, God wants us to be thankful not to benefit himself, but to benefit us. Lesson number eight, it's not who you are, but it's what you do. Did you notice something interesting in the story of the ten lepers? Read this again. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Why did Luke have to highlight the fact that the only leper returned was a Samaritan? You see, Luke was making a point. The Samaritans were deeply hated by the Jews. They considered them an outcast, people who can't do anything right. Yet in Luke 17 verse 11 to 19 story, of all the people who came back, it was a Samaritan. The Jews would have least expected a Samaritan to give thanks and praise. Christ knew that the Jews can be too self-righteous 
and their superiority complex can prevent them from truly following Christ. Now the Jews label this person as a Samaritan, a label that for them is undesirable. You see, you can call yourself a Christian all you want. You can call yourself a child of God, a pastor, a minister, a church leader, a church member, or even a Jew. However, those labels are useless if you are simply a Christian by name. It is not what labels you put on yourself, but it is what you do that makes a big difference. Lesson number nine, gratitude must be learned. The story of the 10 lepers shows us the reality of our human nature. It is not natural for us to be thankful. Thankfulness is something that we must deliberately produce and consciously practice. As you can see, one out of the 10 lepers were grateful. That is true as well today. It seems that out of the 100% of people on this earth, only 10% are truly grateful. One person even said, if you want to find gratitude, look for it in the dictionary. He was saying that gratitude is so rare today that you might as well just find it in dictionaries. I want you to go back and read verse 15 again. It says, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God. He glorified God and gave thanks to Yahweh with a loud voice. How about you? How loud is your voice? What I mean is how big is your gratitude to God? Are you truly grateful to Yahweh? If yes, how much of that gratefulness changes our perspective in life? Thankfulness is an important part of our Christian life. Don't neglect it. There's always something to be thankful for. Lesson number 10, aim to get spiritually healed. While we all want to get healed of our physical illnesses, more than anything else, aim to become spiritually healed as well. Notice what Christ said to the Samaritan. And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. All the ten lepers were healed, but only one gave thanks. All the ten lepers were joyful, but only one remembered to say thank you. All the ten lepers experienced the same miracle, but only one has the faith that made him not just physically, but also spiritually well. Aim to have the kind of faith that will heal you spiritually, and that will make you spiritually whole. There you have it friends, the 10 important lessons from the 10 lepers mentioned in Luke 17 verses 11 to 19. I hope and pray that these lessons will not simply stay in your hearts, but also be seen in your daily life. Remember how awful sin is and how it separates us from God. Bear in mind as well the importance of being thankful. When you do, you will have a life that is more blessed, peaceful, and victorious. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to help you further by sharing with you my free and exclusive masterclass entitled, What is the Meaning of Life? In this class, you'll learn why you are here, the purpose of your existence, and how we can live a truly blessed life. The class is only 25 minutes, but its lessons will last forever. So go to the description box and find the sign-up link, and I'm sure you'll love this class. That's it for me. Thank you so much, and I'm praying that the Almighty Father will bless us all with His love, truth, and grace. See you next time. Hello friends! I need your help. If this is not too much to ask, please like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. This should only take 5 seconds of your time. But this simple gesture would help me reach more people and share the Word of God with the rest of the world. You have the power to make a difference in people's lives.